Hey everybody, welcome back once again to Greenlight Reviews, the show where we get to talk about the movies. I'm Les Roberts. I'm Ann Elder. And today, Ann, we're going to talk about a romantic movie called, of all things, Valentine's Day. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about a romantic comedy. A romantic comedy. Yeah, but that isn't Valentine's Day, even though it's supposed to be. Yes, it's okay. not romantic and it's not a comedy. No. What it is, is it's a pretty bad picture. Yeah. It was directed by Gary Marshall. Mm-hmm. I have liked Gary Marshall's work for most of my life. Well, he was a wonderful television director and producer, created Happy Days and a bunch of other wonderful sure. series. Absolutely. He kind of falls short here because I'm not even going to read the cast list, and because if I do, we're going to be out of time. That's correct. There were 21 so-called stars in this movie. Well, they're the celebs that regularly make the front pages of the Inquirer and Star, and you get to see them romp and cavort here in this mirthless piece of fluff. <laughs> let's talk about the good people first. Okay, well, let's talk about the plot. Well, okay, the plot, such as it is, it takes place, oddly enough, on Valentine's Day. Ah. It all takes place in one day. Correct. And all these people are in love with other people. Mm-hmm. And their lives intertwine through a florist shop. Yes, absolutely. That is run by, I wouldn't say the biggest star in the movie, but certainly the one that the movie revolves around, and that would be Ashton Kutcher. Yes, he owns the flower shop along with George Lopez, his partner, Mm -hmm. and he is very, very much in love with Jessica Alba. Right. And his best friend is Jennifer Garner, and Jennifer Garner is having an affair with a doctor played by, of all people, Patrick Dempsey. What a stretch, huh? (laughs) (laughs) He knows how to play doctors. Dr. McDreamy. And there are all sorts of other people in this film, but Mm -hmm. the one that I remember most is Julia Roberts. Right. Julia Roberts has six minutes in this film. And she was paid $3 million. That's half a million dollars a minute. That's right. Not bad. Not bad. (laughs) Not bad pay. But she's so good in this film, and frankly, Anne, to watch her... And then to watch all these B-list actors and television actors, and I'm not putting them down. They're very good at what they do. But you're watching, you're going along, and all of a sudden you say, whoa, Julia Roberts. Now, that's an actress. That's a star. I agree. You know, when you look at a movie like this and the laundry list of names is really incredible, it is interesting that Miss Roberts really hits the ball out of the ballpark. But given that she's only on screen six minutes, it's really so out of whack for the rest of the movie. I think that Jessica Alba squeaks by in this movie. I don't think she's a heck of an actress, but I think she's pretty good in this movie. She's pretty good, and she is very beautiful in this movie, too. But I think Jennifer Garner, Shirley MacLaine, and Anne Hathaway, plus a particularly revolting performance by Jessica Biel, I think that they really don't get away with what the script gives them to do. And that's a big part of the problem here. I was embarrassed by watching Shirley MacLaine, one of my favorite actresses of all time. She's in this film for a very, very short time, and she's quite flat. I agree. The part was not written very, very well, and she looked very ridiculous. You know, I think we have to say that this is the kind of movie, if you're a celebrity watcher and you get a kick out of old red carpet programs and Entertainment Tonight kind of reality programs, I think that you would enjoy Valentine's Day if for no other reason you can say, oh, look, isn't that Patrick Dempsey and isn't that Eric Dane? If that's what you like to do, which is celebrity spotting, then there's plenty of that in Valentine's Day. It's just that there's no movie 
and what is there is of the lowest caliber all the way through. As I said earlier, there is no romance in this film to speak of. There's a lot of jumping in and out of bed and a lot of whining about, why don't I have somebody to be with on Valentine's Day? And there is zero comedy. Zero comedy. I never even smiled. And there's another thing, too. I know that they made this movie after they saw the success of the British movie, Love Actually. And if they would go back and look at that picture, and if anybody who's interested would rent it, they would totally see that that movie is of such brilliance. Those little vignettes, those stories, the stars, the way they interweave the plots, that's really ingenious work. And Love Actually is a very satisfying, wonderfully rich, warm, loving comedy. This has none of that. I wanted to say, so many stars, so little entertainment. (laughs) And okay, it's about romance. We're looking at all these gorgeous people, male and female, and that's lovely for a while. But, you know, to pay 10 bucks to get in to watch this movie is highway robbery, frankly. So because of that, Mm -hmm. I am giving it a red light because I just can't imagine going to see this movie or renting this movie on any other day but Valentine's Day. It's mindless, it's silly, it's corny, and it's valueless. And I think better you should buy your honey a great big gooey car card and a box of chocolates because I think that's an indulgence that's worth one's attention. So for me, Valentine's Day gets red, and I mean a heart red, (laughs) red light this time. So two sad red lights Mm -hmm. from Anne and myself for Valentine's Day, directed by Gary Marshall and starring everybody you ever heard of except Morgan Freeman. He is not in this film. (laughs) And I'm surprised he wasn't narrating it. (laughs) (laughs) Very, very true. Well, we're going to be back soon with another film to talk about. Hopefully, it's going to be better than Valentine's Day. Until that time, my name is Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And Greenlight Reviews hopes that we run into you munching on your popcorn, if nothing else, and having a great time at the movies. Hello everyone, my name is Matt Neglia, and I am the host of the Next Best Picture podcast, part of the Film Entertainment Awards website, nextbestpicture.com. On our show, we explore all year long what is possibly going to win Best Picture at the Oscars. We do this by conducting interviews with people within the film industry, holding weekly reviews of the latest theatrical releases, and on our main show, where we dive into various different topics, answer your fan questions, and also do our best to explore Oscar history's past in hopes that it will tell us something new for this upcoming award season race. We hope that you will join us on all of the various podcasting networks. We look forward to seeing you over at nextbestpicture.com.